0: I feel like you guys when talking about your sex life went from like zero to vasectomy like quick and i was like are we not going to talk about like
2: condoms
0: or other what's up everybody this is lisa maroso aka publicity who is ready to spill some tea because this is tea with publicity. Today's "Love Is Blind" episode is brought to you by Macy's. And just a heads up that Easter is happening early this year, so get ready for the Easter Bunny on Sunday, March 31st. You could shop everything you need at Macy's, from pastel outfits to the whole family brunch-ready serveware. They have you covered. They also have toys R Us, easter baskets and goodies for the little ones and books stuffed animals and even slime you could find it all in store and online at macy's.com clay let's start with you all right <laughs> i feel like the entire season you were kind of battling with like a little like angel on your shoulder and devil on yeah. your shoulder between like who you thought you were supposed to be yeah. and who you wanted to be yeah could you talk to me about that process of kind of like internally battling with finding who you are throughout this entire journey?
2: It was very difficult. Um, I I talk to the guys all the time. I never even went to therapy before this. So I felt like this was like my therapeutic like breakdown. And it's like so funny, like the whole world gets to see it. and It's like, uh, I'm like, I can't wait to watch. But I mean, it definitely was. I always say that sometimes I'm a walking contradiction. Like sometimes I'll go in with this is what I want to do, but then self-doubt kind of comes in there and you're just like battling with that internally. So I think that in my storyline, you'll see that there's a lot of times where I'm like, am I this person or am I really this guy? And Mm -hmm. it was hard for me to really kind of come to the distinction of, okay, you can put that aside, the Mm -hmm. little devil down. Yeah.
0: And you kept mentioning your ego. And I feel like a lot of people that have egos don't realize their ego is getting in the way. And you were addressing it and calling it out yeah and actively kind of like fighting that ego do you think like now following the show you will see yourself in more therapy and like has it made you want to learn and invest in yourself kind of more to realize like what makes me tick why am i the way i am yeah like are you kind of on like a self-growth <laughs> path now
2: <laughs> yeah I'm I'm, I'm I'm actually going to therapy <laughs> i do therapy <laughs> once a week or sometimes once every two weeks so yes i am having those conversations with myself and more so just being healthy, doing healthy habits. My sister moved in with me as well, so, yeah. you know, she's like very, like, in meditation and, you know, we just did a fruit fast, so I'm all about, like, healthy lifestyle yeah. now, you know?
0: Oh, once you open those floodgates and therapy, there's <laughs> there's no going
2: exactly. back.
0: Um, Johnny, for you, mm-hmm. I felt like what, like, stuck out the most in my mind was that I feel like you guys, when talking about your sex life, went from, like, zero to vasectomy, like,
3: quick. <laughs> And I was
0: like, are we not going to talk about, like, condoms or other oh, things? So, like, were there conversations we missed? I'm
3: like... So there were definitely <laughs> some conversations, I feel like, that might not have been aired on the episodes, because yeah. I haven't seen the what was actually said versus not said. But basically, this whole conversation was over the course of probably a week and a half. And what me and Amy had to do was basically kind of play between the, what's going to be really said just between us versus what's actually going to be put out for everyone to see because mm. we don't want obviously Fair. we want to keep our personal lives personal like our public lives more public but it was trying to like really decide that and then we did bring up other things like there's other avenues for contraceptives but i guess they might not have shown those okay yeah <laughs> I was but we definitely didn't that was like a kind of a <laughs> last like a last kind of resort type of thing and i was like uh, maybe i don't want to do this <laughs>
0: I was like, there are other things between these
3: two extremes that we're just talking about. (laughs) Yeah. It it was an interesting conversation.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, those are the kind of conversations that have to be had. It seems like you guys kind of had smooth sailing as far as what we could see. So Mm -hmm. it's funny when, like, the one thing is really not that deep. Like, it's something that's easily
3: fixable. Exactly. I feel like when it really boils down to it, like... I do want to have kids but I want to have them later on Mm -hmm. I feel like right now and like especially in the moment too like I'm just meeting Amy for the first time what like a couple days ago like in person yeah we talked in the pods for a while and we got to know each other very deeply there yes we are engaged but we still don't know how our living dynamic is actually going to play out we still don't know like you know let's play us maybe like two years in the future we're still married we have some like something's come up like what's it going to look like? How are we going to actually tackle those types of challenges? Yeah. So, like, I'm happy we were able to have those types of conversations around, like, difficult topics and still be able to completely hear each other out opposed to just, no, I'm right. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it.
0: Yeah, and it's like everything else at this point was so sped up already exactly. that it's like, okay, can we push the brakes on, you know, not everything has to be sped up.
3: Exactly. And, like, one of the big things I wanted to do is, like, well, you'll see if I get married afterwards, but if I did, like, one of the big things is what's going to be like the next couple of years look like mm-hmm. are we going to do this are we going to focus on that are we going to focus on actually leaving charlotte or staying in charlotte like because these were all big things that i know i had in the back of my mind if i wanted to stay or leave charlotte where i was going to be living because my family is all over the east coast in texas mm. so it's like i don't really have anyone else in charlotte holding me down there yeah so that's the that big makes
0: facts. sense mm-hmm. um trevor on to you yes. so I just had this one thing that kept like reoccurring and playing on my mind. And it is when you're at those like barbecues post everyone getting engaged, going on their honeymoon, and you're showing up there as a single person, do you have like a moment of relief after kind of seeing like the turmoil happening with some couples? Or are you kind of bummed to be there single <laughs> and be like, what um, the hell is
4: happening? Well, I just. <laughs> I didn't really know what was going on with any yeah. of the couples because we had no contact with them. So that was my first time seeing Chelsea. And um, my intention with going there was just see if she was happy. Mm-hmm. And based off yes or no, I was going to lead with whatever option I had. And she seemed very genuinely happy, so I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. And, yeah. like, Yeah, I was happy that she was happy. Was the it, option
0: was on the table to potentially give it a go with her? Had she been like i made a mistake
4: yes um if if she was completely unhappy and like i probably would have like talked to jimmy also and been like hey you and chelsea are clearly not working out like you mind if i, <laughs> I give step a in?
3: <laughs> yeah yeah i like mean because
4: jimmy's my friend too <laughs> yeah. i was friends with him on the show and um yeah i didn't go in knowing what was going to happen but the way she made it seem that that i was very happy with how i handled things yeah and um yeah, I don't know.
0: Is there Was there someone in the pods that you spent a lot of time talking to that we maybe didn't get to see?
4: Mm-hmm. Laura, actually. Um, mm. Up until, like, the last few days of the pods. Laura and I were almost, like, too—we joked around too much. We never really talked about yeah. the serious stuff. But, like, I, I enjoyed that, and I liked having someone in the pods like that. But Chelsea was a perfect combination of both of that.
0: Yeah, because I clocked a comment that you said where you were like, Laura, like I'm into Laura, but— she seems kind of mean.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she, she's, like, sarcastically mean. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. Sometimes it was hard to tell. I couldn't see her facial expression, so I couldn't tell if she was, like, oh. smiling after she said something. I'm like, that sounds pretty harsh. But, like, if you're smirking, then it's funny.
0: That's such a good point because, like, I people's like body language really disarms them and
4: you can see it as a viewer but like I don't know if she's smiling after making a joke
0: that's a great point Mm. so being around everyone like when you guys are at these like barbecues and mingling is it so uncomfortable being like we all kind of like dated on some level and now we're all meeting for the first time like were there people that were maybe like different in person than you thought in the pods or vice versa like you didn't get the same energy from them
4: it was definitely uncomfortable i thought but that's what we signed up to do so like we this whole thing is uncomfortable at points i but like that's what we wanted and i don't regret doing it so
0: and i feel like for you guys especially i have so many questions and the boys gave me some like thought starters as well ad will start with you um i thought that your conversation with your mom was like one of my favorite of the whole series actually yours as well with your dad like those are the ones that really touched my heart and I feel like she just raised you to be like such an amazing independent woman and she was giving you so much sound advice I was like I need this woman in my corner like how important was it for you to have her there
1: my mom is my biggest cheerleader my number one supporter biggest fan and The fact that she showed up for me the way she did in such an unconventional time and Mm -hmm. such a weird experiment and that she fully had my back and then was able to give me advice like woman to woman that's something that I think every girl wants from their mom and and to get that was amazing.
0: The way that she was like communicating everything and like helping you to see the situation from her perspective I just thought that it was like really beneficial and helpful. Um, Amy, your dad like he was so cute. I shed a tear. I'm not even kidding. I was like, this is so like heartwarming to see. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, I love this man. How like important was it for you? Because I felt like you had made a statement. If I don't get my dad's hand in marriage, I don't know if I could move forward with this. Like hearing that he gave his blessing, like what did that mean to you?
1: I mean, it meant everything. I feel like I see my dad in such a, highlight mm-hmm. and I trust him and his intuition, his judgment. He's never been wrong. I mean, he's always right about everything. <laughs> um, so I feel like knowing that he wasn't the most supportive in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and, and in terms of me going into this process and then him considering that, you know, Johnny could be a good match for me and him, you know, being fully supportive, that meant world to me Mm -hmm. because it just meant that he trusted my decision too and that he trusted my judgment as well.
0: that's true at the end of the day like you just want your parents to see what you see so it's Mm -hmm. nice when you guys like get that affirmation from them going through this experience just for you it was obviously not the outcome that you had wanted like you go into a situation like that you put yourself out there you hope to leave with someone at that point, like, leaving the show and seeing Jimmy, like, on social media and seeing him in person, like, were you open? If he was like, hey, look, things didn't work out with me and Chelsea, were you open to revisit it at that point? No. Oh, you weren't? No.
1: I knew, um, in the pods, in my last conversation with him, that he was not my person. Um, you know, in a situation like that where I felt so, so, such a strong connection with him and I loved him. Mm -hmm. I thought I did. And then feeling like I was too much for him, that was an indicator for me that he wasn't my person. Mm -hmm. I truly feel like whoever is meant for you is never going to leave you feeling something like that. So I genuinely wished him the absolute best, but I had no interest in...
0: I can relate to that because I have a big personality too. And it's like, you don't want to feel like you're like steamrolling someone or overpowering them or they can't like right. handle you right, it's right like the right person will be able to handle you and you're not too much
1: no nope, not for my person I won't be
0: yeah exactly okay that's interesting because I you know your last conversation with him at that barbecue like I expected it to potentially go a different way where you guys were kind of more so like flirting or whatever but I felt like there was a lot of respect on both ends where you were like look I'm happy for you and he was like yeah I'm happy and you were able to kind of just leave things in like a nicer place was it was it good to just get that off your shoulders and like walk away and just feel like you cleared the air a little bit
1: well I left the pause with that feeling mm-hmm. um and I don't I kind of blacked out. I don't remember if I gave him any time or space to say his piece. I just knew that I wanted to get mine across. Yeah. Um, but yes, it, it, I did leave their feeling with a sense of peace. And I, I am happy that we had that mutual respect for, for each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I meant everything that I said. And I know that he did too. So
0: That's really nice. I feel like for all of you guys, I just want to ask you guys, like watching the show and going through the well i guess you haven't watched it back yet but going through this experience with everyone and then seeing the women that maybe didn't couple up at like the barbecues or whatever what did that dynamic add into it because i feel like all of a sudden now you have all these people who have dated each other and you're just thrown into this like big party where you all have to hang out with the people that you dated like is it awkward like tell me what it feels like in those environments
1: i think it was for me, it was great seeing my friends. That was the first time we had seen them outside of the pod. So mm. we built such a deep connection yeah. that I didn't have any awkward moments seeing my girls. Oh, I was yeah. happy, and mm-hmm. I was so happy that you were there. And I just mm-hmm. love seeing your little face. <laughs> no, I think there is an unspoken, for the majority of us, there's an unspoken respect. Like, we all knew we dated the same people, mm-hmm. but once certain people, like, locked in on their relationships, it was just like, okay, I had my time with yeah. them, and that was it. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then it just turns into us just being happy for each other. Right.
0: Yeah. No,
3: it's... A-